It's week three of the giveaway with Interiority and Ethnic by Tunde Owolabi. Listen closely to the podcast and answer a simple question to win a pair of slip-ons from Ethnic. Ethnic is a contemporary African design house that produces fashion accessories using the ancient Aso Oke fabric, woven by artisans whose skill has been passed down over generations. This week's question is, how long did it take Penny to get on the TV show Motsuako? Send a direct message with your answer to at Interiority Podcast on Instagram. Show your inner world. Vivacious, spirited, strong, and fierce. These are words that immediately come to mind when I think about interiority guest broadcaster Penny Libiani. She's had a radio career spanning 25 years as a radio host. She has served not only radio well, but also television, fashion, the arts, and pop culture. As a young woman in her radio career, she inspired and helped shape the industry for many women to come. But she also had to kick down many doors. And where there wasn't a door to kick, she built her own. She was told to tone down and be a lady. And when she didn't, she was marginalized and labeled. She truly is one of the realest. When she's not on radio or television or raising her two children, she does advocacy work for the upliftment of women. So Penny, I saw that you're a Christmas baby. I actually don't know a single person who is a Christmas baby because every year we see the notices uh, you know, in the paper or in the news, but as in personally, you're the first person that I know who's uh, a Christmas baby. Are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> so was your birth oh, wow. in the newspaper? Do you have clippings? Were you one of those babies? I, I, I doubt anybody kept it then, Bushbuckerich, if it wasn't the newspaper. I mean, I don't know. Um <laughs> It probably was, I don't know. But um, I always say that, yeah, I, you know, it's possible that it was reported in the newspaper, but I, I, I've never seen the clipping. So because <laughs> I always see baby babies who are born on Christmas uh, being mentioned in newspapers, I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe it was mentioned in a local community hmm. meeting. What, what kind of birth did you... Oh, okay, I was going to say, did you have? Did your mother have? And do they always tell the story of that day? Yeah, so she she talks about how it was like, um, you know, she was in hospital on Christmas Day and, you know, the usual activities at hospitals, nurses singing for people and all of that. And then she went into labor uh, in the early hours, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I was born by the day, by the time the sun rose, like I was already there. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those. Let's talk about when you got into the business. When did your initial, that seed, that initial curiosity and seed for media, when was it first planted? When I, when I grew up in, in, in Bushbuck Ridge, I was just that kid who was um, very expressive. Um, you know, my aunt was a teacher. I, I was, you know, good at reading aloud at school. Uh, I was taking part in um, um, drama majorates, in um, performances, like, you know, dramas. I mean, we would compete. I was in the local choir. I was always in the local choir in the school. And then when I came to live in, you know, in Joburg with, with my parents. Uh, so this is just like a year before I was going to go to high school uh, because then my parents got a house and so on. So, um, and uh, yeah, we, you know, in, in between, 
know, would come to Katlehong and all of that. So obviously when I came to Katlehong, I would uh, be there, I would watch a lot of TV, I would see, um, hear about people who appear on TV and they're around the corner, um, you know, and things like that. And then when I came to, to live in Soweto, it kind of like, made sense because now it was bigger than a space like at home. You know, if I had read about people, um, I used to love, like, re- I just, I loved reading even, even back then. I loved, uh, whether it was newspapers or magazines or, or books that were ra- running, r- r- lying around, but I was just consuming a lot of media. And then we also used to like, um, listen to like, you know, local radio, um, you know, listen to Sobela FM. So when I came to live in, 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 you know, in so it it became different because if if there was a drum magazine or a True Love or a City Press or a Soweto, you know, and you're reading about people in the social scenes or in the news, chances of like you know seeing them or somebody talking about them, um, you know, were were very high. You'd be mm. in a taxi and then there's they say, oh, there's Sipo Hot Six who's driving past. You're like, oh my goodness, that's that, you know. Um, and then now you could connect uh, what you hear on radio, what you read in the newspapers, and sometimes. What you, you see on television. Um, and I think through reading somewhere, somehow my world, my world was already shaped differently. I was, I was very interested in, in, in doing things and, and participating and stuff. I, you know, took part in like, I, I remember I started like a little dance thing for the kids in the area where we grew up. Um, and there were other people, you know, who were coming from other parts of Soweto. Um, and it, that kind of like, gave me some confidence of some sort that by the time I was um, in standard eight, that would be like what grade 10. Yeah. Um, I had an idea of like, you know, radio media, how could that work? But it was trying to figure out like, how do we get into that world? Because actually you did need that uncle <laughs> to be able to get into that. Or you needed the right surname. Uh, you know, I mean, Libyani, nobody had ever heard of that. And, you know, if, if you're in Soweto, there's surnames in Soweto that just worked, you know. Mm. You were like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? You could drop the surname, <laughs> you know. And then also it was like, which part of Soweto, if, you know, if mm. you were from Deep Club Extension, anything was possible. <laughs> and then... Pinville was a bit of a mix because I actually hear that classism that we were all subject to. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but but you know what? At the time, I didn't even think of it as like a class thing. Yeah. And it also, you didn't see, you know, and then I I always go, my gosh, this is so interesting because I never thought, you know, my parents were poor. I never thought that, Mm. uh, you know, I mean, I had friends who 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 were going to like Banato Park, um, Sacred Heart, Sacred Heart, all those schools. Heart. I was a, mm. the same area. I was a girl who was going to school in 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 Cliffsbridge. So now, <laughs> now you play with these kids sometimes, and then you're just thinking, I don't fit in here, mm-hmm. and then you. But but in your head, you haven't figured out that I don't fit in. Um, you know. I remember we, kids, I we didn't have the language. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah, we didn't have the language. So then I, you know, I think television and, and, and reading newspapers kind of like exposed me to stuff. And I just said, you know what? I, there's a possibility of me getting somewhere. We'll see. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that seeking and that, that yearning and that wanting uh, just builds something in me, um, yeah. you know. And again, that thing of, you know, you have friends who go to Banato Park and Sacred Heart, but you go to 
claps, you go to Tabajabula and claps straight. Mm. But then when you meet with them, you have to be able to express yourself. So there again, I was fitting in, in you know, into two worlds because the kids that I go to school with at Tabajabula, they're like, hi, when are you think <laughs> you're better than <laughs> Nayela? Yeah. And then the other ones, they're like, eh, who is she again? Mm. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I always say that, um, when the 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 naivety of being young and 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 uh, the the sh- i think just the the sheer hunger and excitement and this confidence of of being young of not hearing other noises and 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 not like you know um sort of like boxing yourself saying oh okay I don't fit in there I'm not this I'm not that it's kind of like um what worked for me you know from the get-go because I just it was just like yo I'm I'm not from deep kloof I I don't speak yeah I don't I'm not you know I don't have that that accent but I can communicate and then I'm I'm just gonna communicate with clarity and then I just I'm just gonna you know read up and and know what I'm talking about and be interested Mm -hmm. and you know and then so I can't name drop because I've got no name to drop but then at the same time you know I I, I didn't I don't I don't write from the come from the right side of the tracks so it didn't matter um you know I didn't fit in so therefore I stood out somehow um and then it was a case of like if I get an opportunity, I'm just going to to make it work. But it, more than anything else, it's like I pursued um, the things that I wanted to do. I, I was just like, okay, I'm not tall to be like a top beauty queen, but I'm going to enter the pageants and see where it can lead me to. You'll never know. Because I always believe that, um, you know, when you get into spaces, you will be exposed to different people. Uh, you know, there might be somebody that you connect with, uh, you know, somehow. I mean, nobody told me that, but it's a feeling that I always had. Like when I en- I entered, you know, Miss Oet, I think I was like 15 or so, turning 16. But that for me brought me closer to my radio heroes. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't win in the pageant, but I met a lot of people. I made a lot of contacts of people who were in broadcasting, uh, who were in music, who became mentors like later on. Did I know that that's what I was doing? I had no idea, but I went in there, showed up, did my best and hoped for the best. Um, so same thing with, uh, you know, when I, when I first got into, into, into radio, I got into a community station. I was like, Oh, they're training people. I'd like to do this. I don't know. Um, you know, where it might lead me. I mean, I got trained at, at um, at um, so we're to come into radio, but I never worked there. Um, but it meant that next time I have a conversation with someone about radio, mm-hmm. I would say I know what a studio looks like. I think that's such an important thing that you're saying, Penny, because we don't know the path to how success will come about. But what it is is that we have to take our chances. We have to be curious about life. We have to be curious about certain spaces. Um, and go into it because those dots are connecting. There is a forward momentum to, to the thing that you should be doing in the small little steps. I remember I used to work at True Earths, right? And I used to, mm. I didn't enjoy being in retail, but as a shy child, I found that it made me, it forced me to talk to strangers. It forced me to mm. initiate conversations and 
get people to buy, uh, get people to try on and things like that. At the time, I thought it was the most inane. How is this connected to what I want to do? I didn't see how it was connected to what I wanted to do. But then now being older and looking back with hindsight, I can see the value of that experience. I can see the value of leaving to go and struggle in the UK as an immigrant there for three years. I can see the value now. But at the time, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not so obvious. It's really not obvious. But I always think that it's important to shoot your shot, um, to be curious, to try things out, uh, and just know that the path to success is not a straight line. Like it's not going to be the straight line that you imagine it, it's going to be. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think also we, were, we, are, we really uh, were part of a generation where, you know, I mean, the parents didn't really say go figure, but their actions said go figure. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, but they, 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 their actions literally said that. They're like, oh, I mean, and then I look at it, I'm like, wow, okay, so I, I passed my metric and, um, you know, my parents didn't have money to feather my studies. There was no yeah. plan for me. And it, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, okay, so what are you going to do? Yeah. And I... <laughs> I remember having having a conversation with myself going, oh my goodness. I don't know, I was such a, you know, useless girl. Um, even when I entered the pageants, I didn't meet like interesting, I, I was, I didn't latch on on some hot guy who can take me to the next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because a lot of the girls in the pageants, that's pe- what people did. You know, they, mm-hmm. this one was dating that soccer player. This one was in that record company. And then I was just like, oh, shucks, what is your plan? You know? Um, it, it was either that you must have, or, or at least you must have a local boyfriend who can take you to the next level. I mm. didn't have anybody who could drive me anywhere. I had to figure it out. Um, it wasn't a case of like, you can, you know, I even remember, I remember saying to myself, Hey, okay, tell us only sugar daddy What's going to happen? And then, you know, like, you, I, you know, doing a process of elimination of like, what are the things that people are doing to get ahead? Okay. Yeah. What's going to happen now? Okay. Get a job. So now I had already done like a retail job as a weekend thing. Um, I think already when I was like in standard eight, uh, because I was that kid who was just like, okay, I need to like do things for myself um, here. And it started like nothing. I go to Highgate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Skipper by, they might be hiring. I tell my mom, I was at Highgate. Skipper by, there's this, you know, and then I got, a, I got the job and slowly, you know, I was doing things like that. So now really you finish school. Now it's serious. Okay. Oh, it'd be nice to go to vids. Oh, shame. Okay. How are you going to get there? Yeah. (laughs) There's no money. (laughs) There's nothing. (laughs) What's going to happen to you? Oh, shucks. Go figure it out. Um, and I had to figure it out. I was like, okay, maybe I can study. I mean, nobody set me down and said, no, you know, there's there's long distance. Do this. So I literally apply for bursaries. Things like none, nothing. I, I went to VITS, um, I went to register at VITS and all that. Lorna Kohai, we didn't have money for me to be able to continue. So I couldn't finish my degree at VITS because Tololo money, right? No money. But also, no one sat me down and said, um, maybe you should apply for a person. <laughs> I left and I was like, okay, there's no money. Let me go work. And that's how it all started. I just that's, went to go find. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was me. And I used to go, wow. So firstly, uh, you know, there were people who were going to Banasho Park. You didn't go to San Francisco. Now they're going to vets. Mm, mm. <laughs> you are really being left behind. What are you going to do? Um, you know, and, and then God will have it. Um, I, 
that thing of like being able to approach people and say something, yeah. I, I looked, I said, okay, maybe I should get a job. I remember I went to go visit my mom's friend who was working somewhere at the Carlton, Carlton Center. And then I decided I'm going to study PR part-time, fine. And then I saw some communications company. I just walked in and I said, um, I'm studying PR and I'm looking for a job. And they said, who said we're hiring? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know? The the confidence and how I could articulate myself got me a receptionist job. And already there, I had a receptionist job. I was working in town. I was studying part-time. And then uh, even the radio thing that I had given up on because I did radio training at some point, I was like, oh, maybe now I could pursue stuff because now I'm in town and the city was buzzing. So this go figure thing and you're and you're right there was not, they never they didn't say okay you're going to study after you study these are the options that you have none whatsoever not no one set me down and, and said okay the next five years this is how you can figure it out i just have to figure it out myself i'm sure you like me also get a lot of people coming to you saying how do i get into radio how, how do i get into tv i'm really curious about your answer to that you know because we come from the days of doing demos, you know, uh, <laughs> demos to uh, people just to get in. And that also hasn't worked for a lot of people at the same time. So how do you answer uh, that? Whew. You know, I try to bring it back to that, um, uh, that, you know, you, you, you have to, present yourself to showcase what you can do and then I also I caution that I am aware that that's probably what's not working right now um but I still think that um even if there's other means that you have access to I think you still need to apply um the basics like you know if you've put together a cv put together a demo uh know who who runs what station, what kind of like programming they do, like have a sense of interest, um, you know, before it's about the fact that, you know, you are on Instagram or Twitter or you have these followers or you have a YouTube channel or whatever the heck is. Um, and then at the same time, I also go that uh, also, you know, radio kind of like needs you to, to have been interested in yourself and doing a little bit of work, but at the same time, have interests outside of yourself uh, that can carry you um, as content. Because if you're just so interested in yourself and that's all you bringing, we're not going to be interested because it, you know, it, 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 it can't really revolve around you, but yeah. you are the center of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, and so, so I try to have a, a very frank and honest conversation about it. Um, and then I also, you know, say, look, what worked for Penny might not work mm. for Aza and what, what, what worked, um, you know, then might not work now, but yeah. there's a thread It's like, you really got to treat it with respect. You gotta, you gotta see it as, as an opportunity to, to do something great, you know, through yourself, you know, for yourself, uh, through you and for others, because if it's just centered in, in, in one dimension, you're going to have problems. Uh, you know, like funny today I was, I was talking about that on air. Like I, I was seeing a picture of like a young woman who was really on the rise. Um, and, and she just fizzled out. And I was like, that girl had so much going, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and I was like, I can't believe 
um, also like so much opportunities were presented to her. I mean, she moved from like YFM and, you know, quickly she was moving to Metro. And then I was like, hi, Bo, everything is happening so fast. Is this person ready? You know? And, and then as I was watching and having that conversation with myself back then, and they didn't make it. And then, and, and, and they got caught up in everything. And I was, and I was like, Oh my God, everything happened so fast. (laughs) Because that's also the other thing is that when, when, when they don't, when you want it, you think everything must happen so fast, but when it happens so fast and you, you are not ready for it, it can be problematic. So I try to give a a picture from, from that, you know, also, you know, um, and say, just go, just go for it. (laughs) Because a lot of people, they just want it to happen now. No, I hear you. I think it's important to take a chance on yourself and to be brave about taking the chance on yourself, right? Uh, Be daring to go up and speak to people and say, this is me. And this is what I believe I can bring. Uh, All I need is an opportunity. But I'm just holding on to something that you said now. And I think it is so it's something that's so sacred to what we do as broadcasters when you said through you you know the work um doing radio and doing things uh, and and allowing you, you, it, that it's not just about you you have to make yourself interesting there's self development involved you have to be curious about the world you have to learn more about your context and your surroundings and the world in general but also you have to be respectful not just of the medium but of the work that you're doing that is that you're conducting that is happening through you and that's mm. such a powerful statement because it is ultimately the heart of what we do. So, you know, I, I, and I think, um, you know, in recent years I've, I've had time to sort of like, um, you know, reflect, um, you know, I started on community radio where I was allowed to, to, to mess up and, and try out all sorts of ideas, um, you know, not on, um, on a national platform. And I, I, I always use my, my village experience. I'm like, you know, um, so in the village, it's either you, you are on the hill or you're like at the bottom, you know, the village, the village is no villages normally are like at the bottom. And then, you know, there's, there might be a hill somewhere, you know, it's like, um, so it's like, when you're doing things in the village there, you know, you can mess around and everybody can, you know, can, they can correct you. You can fix yourself and whatever. Uh, the saddest thing is when you, you, you are not, I'm, I'm going to do a direct translation. Also, would you like, you're not really right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you're not cooked. And then off you go, you stand on top of the, of the hill there by the village. Now you're going to be seen by the local chief, you know, the, the person who reports to the chief, you know, the pastor's wife, you just don't need that. And, and, and so I always go, oh my goodness, that, that sacred thing that you were talking about is very important to like cook it somewhere behind the scenes, uh, you know, and then when you're going to present uh, to say, this is me, this is what I'm capable of doing. At least you have a sense of like what you can do. You're, it's not, textbook stuff or imagine it's not not imagine yeah yeah or it's not it's not oh okay so that's what Azza does Mm, if I do it this way and I do it that way this is how many cats out there (laughs) no too many of them very little yeah Yeah. so so when I when I got on on community radio that's what the opportunity that I got given so and that gave me the kind of confidence to be able to uh 
to to get on even though i wasn't conscious of it uh when i got on on metro like like 21 turning 22 um you know people now talk about there was a buzz i didn't even know there was a buzz i just got i was excited by the fact that i have a job i'm gonna be able to do stuff now oops now i can you know give my parents more money Mm. Uh, you know i can now i can i can fend for myself because i've kind of like i figured it Uh, and i was you know I was figuring it out even in that process. So it was a very serious thing to me. Like I, I, I didn't want to mess up. I was like very, you know, conscious of it. I was very careful. I was like, but at the same time, you know, you're young and then and, and it's exciting. And then it's, it's, it's all of these things. So I find that a lot of young people now, it's the buzz hits them more uh, and then there's the excitement and then already people have a six point plan of how they should be and why they're the next other. And I'm like, ah, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) You know, how is this working? And, and obviously times are also different now because now there's more money that's thrown at people. Mm. So the time spent in like just learning and dedicating yourself to the craft and, and like, uh, you know, toiling and, and availing yourself. And I'm not saying that people should suffer. I'm just saying that, you know, there's people who, who don't know what it's like to work on graveyard, but they are on drive time. Already, <laughs> yes. So actually the line between here and the point of success has been shortened. The line between here and the point of making thousands, hundreds of thousands uh, for uh, partnerships and collaborations has been shortened. But what that has done is then it's compromised the output. So what are your thoughts then? Um, What are your impressions of radio now on the state, uh, the talent that you work so hard to open the door for? It's heartbreaking, but at this, it's it's like a bitters, bittersweet thing. Like, I'm happy that people are making lots of money. Like, when I hear the thing, how much people are paying, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> how much people are paying? <laughs> you know? And then, and, and all the things that get thrown at them, I'm like, wow, this is really great. This is what, you know, we fought for. This is what we, we wanted to see happening. But I'm saddened by the fact that uh, the very craft the essence of what creates the opportunity is not treated with the 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 the, the respect the the delicacy the um, oh you know the the the, yeah the reverence of it is not there and and then and then and then you're like you're like again because I have memory of like being young getting into it and a lot of like people who were older than us, uh, you know, who were doing it, who were just like, oh, these kids, oh, they're alone, they're making noise. So I always like find, like, I, I, I always go, okay, you, you can't really be like so hard on everybody here because, you know, you had your fashion, so you probably know what they're going through. I'm like, yeah, but I was conscious to what those old guys were talking about. I don't think these ones care. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, they don't care. They just, they, the minute's not going to be here. It's just going to be destroyed because, but it's, it's, it's bad. But I, but I, you just have to let it go. It's like, I'm like, I, I'm like, yeah, that's it. That, that's what it is. But, you know, it's such a powerful medium. Um, it's, uh, especially for a country like ours, it's, yeah. it's able to, to connect people in ways um, that I think, you know, 
previously we're not able to connect, you know, even in, in this, in this generation, you know, it can still do that, but, um, and also it can, it can just, uh, expose a lot of like people to so much. It's a gateway to so much. Um, and when you see people just treating it like, like it means nothing, it, it can be, uh, you know, it can be hard. It can be disheartening. So what is your calling when it comes to media, when it comes to radio? Because you've, you, you've been on several platforms, so it's very hard to kind of pick just one, you know. So overall, across the platforms, you have a following, you have people who care about what you think and your opinion shapes their ideas and their outlook on the world, you know. So you're someone that people look to. So over the years, with that deep sense of responsibility, what do you believe you're calling to be? Oh, that's such a broad question. Um, you know, I think um, over time, um, at different stages, I have been... Um, What's the what's the correct way to describe it? I mean, I'm a critical encourager. I don't know if if that it's like um, my my responsibility is to is to take us forward, uh, you know, through communicating. And if it calls for me to be to be critical about it I'll be that uh but then at the same time I have found myself you know being in being in the beginning of a lot of things for a lot of people so that forces me to 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 be an to to be encouraging it's like a lot of people because I'm part of a generation of a lot of people when things were starting out I've seen a lot of people when they're starting out, like when nobody really believes in what they're doing. Um, I found myself in that space where I'm like the one who say, Oh, you can do that. Just go ahead. And, and, and sometimes I'm not even conscious that that's what I did. Um, you know, whether it's, it's music, whether it's writers, whether it's, it's, um, you know, creatives and all sorts of forms. So, so I, I, I've been able to play that kind of, kind of, kind of space. Um, and you know, the older I've gotten, obviously it has evolved to, 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 to something else, but it's really embedded in that because when I first got on, I was just like, I hated everything that was typical. You know, when they said girls can't be this, uh, girls can be on the slot, girls can talk like this. I was just like, why not? Why not? Why can't we, you know, why shouldn't we? And then, and, and that was like very um, critical in changing mindsets. Uh, but did I sit and say, okay, that's what I'm going to, I was going to do. No, I just felt like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to come on radio and sound like women of generations before me because then I'm, I'm a copycat. I'm not bringing anything new to the table. Um, you know, I acknowledge what they were able to do. I mean, I had great admiration for like the generations before a lot of those women were about jazz music, you know, yeah. um, but I was part of a generation of hip hop and Kwaito. And then I felt like, um, you know, the fact that that's what I embraced doesn't, didn't make me less intelligent. And then the, the feeling at the time was like, Oh, these are young people. They've got nothing to add, you know? 
And then at the, at the same time, it's like, you're a girl. This is what boys are doing. And, and so one was breaking a lot of like stereotypes, um, Mm. without even being conscious of that. Um, and so I'm, I'm still connected to that because, uh, you know, uh, the beat of like what young people are about, I'm interested in that. And as we, we evolve and we grow, um, I feel like I can relate to older generations as much as I can speak to young people. So again, I'm straddling, you know, that whole thing because I'm totally not saying, ah, I'm too old for this. I'm like, who says I'm old? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? And then at the same time, like, now you're too young for this. I'm like, really? Who? The very thing you're doing, do you know who started it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you know who started it? Because I'm, I'm like, do you know why you're even here? Yeah. You wouldn't you know. You see, that's the thing. Um, because you've shaped, and that's, I wondered about your relationship with the medium because you, sh- you helped shape the industry uh, for where we are now, the strong female wave that we are seeing now. Looking at the top 20 biggest South African stars, for instance, on Instagram, 80% yeah. of them are female with the highest, yeah. num- with high numbers of followings, like in the millions, right? I think they're like four guys and yeah. the rest yeah. are women in that top 20. Uh, you name any TV show at the moment, the leads that are captivating, that are driving the storylines are women. And this is yeah. largely because of the work that has been done by generations before and you're yeah. part of the generation that's laid the foundation now. So yeah. that, sh- that shouldn't be, and it's, I think it's easy for generations, the, the subsequent ones to think that they did it with their own sweat and no. not yeah. acknowledge what came before. Mm. And also, you know, I think what my generation, um, you know, <laughs> sort of like struggled with, you know, we were not the Lord who says, I did that. I'm doing oh. this. <laughs> Why are we so, so happy? Yeah, so humility. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, so it's, it's, it's things like that. And, and then I, I, I was just always conscious of it, of like, oh my God, now I need to walk in the rooms and tell people I did that. I did that. Mm-hmm. And it, it got tiring. And then at the same time, I also spent time going, but these people are not even acknowledging anything and whatever. And then I was like, you know what, actually, when I was doing it, I was not um, trying to get people to be clapping for me um, and or I was trying to make, you know, quick money out of it or whatever. I was doing it because it needed to be done, mm-hmm. you know. So sometimes when I feel like, oh, you know, Penny, you've done this and you did that, but like, you know, uh, you, you know you're not being rewarded for it. I'm like, you know what, actually this thing would not even look like this if I did not do one, two, three, four, five, you know? So, um, I've got my reward. The fact that I am here and I'm continuing to do what I'm, 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 I'm doing, uh, one, that's grace itself. And, and, yeah. and secondly, that's like a reward because it's, it was not like a fry in the pan type of thing. And, and you're right. I, I look like, I look at some of, uh, I mean the top 10 that you're talking about. How many of those kids are like turning 30 this year? I'm like, hey, my daughter. <laughs> do you know when you when you got that gig they try to say this and this and then i remember we did this and we i'm like hey half of them are not even aware of that uh, you know but being those voices and and which is what i sometimes feel like um the current generation 
it doesn't revere that to like, what are they shaping? It's like, it's as if like they've let things go, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, I'm like, you can't let it go. You need to hold on to this thing because you see there's like, you know, there's a foundation that mm-hmm. inside here and we don't want it to go off track. I mean, yes, you can decorate it and shape it and do, a, but we can't let go of the basics. And, and because I, I'm like, I look at the top 10 sometimes. I'm like, okay, so this one is being paid so much, so much, so much. But like, what exactly do they do? I don't know. I wake up every morning and are I do work. Are ad- I ask, I'm like, I'm like, are they an advocate for consciousness? And, and you know, and also, you know, as I, it's like, I'll make an example. Like you're pan-Africanist, right? I'm pan-Africanist. But it was a case of like, everybody knew why it's important for us to be doing that. Mm. <laughs> Mm. So now I'm like, and now I'm like, why are we now re-educating people about Pan-Africanism? Like, who who did not do what? (laughs) (laughs) Looking around me, like something. I go, I'm like, oh, so people think, oh, collaborating with Nigerians artists is just about them and being cool. Hello. Oh, they think being on Netflix is about them being cool. I'm like, hey, my daughter. Do you guys know how we've been advocating for the stuff? You yeah. know, when we're saying we need films like this, oh, meet this artist from this. Yeah. We were planting the seeds. We were working the fields. You know, now you're basking in it. And it's like, yeah, look at us now. I'm like, okay. Like that fruit didn't come from the tree, like from a tree. It came from no. a damn tree that was that no. had to be planted, that had to be nurtured, that had to grow. It didn't just fall off that fruit that you now can enjoy. It didn't just fall off. No, from the sky. no, from a tree. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, I think, um, we, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I was part of that generation and I'm yes. just hoping that, uh, you know, then this generation build builds on that, but I, I, I don't know, maybe it, it's, it's also going to, it, it will turn around because I feel like sometimes, you know, this generation is just so obsessed with what's going on with them in America. Um, yeah. and everything is about America. There's America that, and, and in, in a, in a way, I'm glad as sad as it is that America is becoming what it's becoming. So then they can look, they can hold a mirror and say, wait a minute, do we mm. really want to deal with that? Mm. Let's rather <laughs> you know, actually plow yeah. into our own thing. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Be proud about it and be yeah. very proud yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, Penny, I have this, there's a, there's a creative fantasy that I have about you. About me? <laughs> yes. I have a creative fantasy about you. Um, like I can just, okay. yeah, I can just see it. I can just see this platform. Um, I know some people have called you the plug before and it can even be called that, you know, a platform that's like called the plug, the plug. Whether it's entertainment, whether it's fashion, just things that are part of this industry, like people coming to that platform, uh, speaking to this maven, which is you, of this platform, getting that stamp, coming in to check in with you and, you know, because you're that maven like that. It's like, why is the, 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 the work that you put into being the fly one, being that person who helps to give to to give a springboard to other people because as you were saying you were doing it back then you're still doing it now you've seen people start their things you've given them advice and 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 so on 
Um, and just the way the depth with which, like you, cause you're a bit of an encyclopedia when it comes to information and the business and the history of this business. And it's like, you should be a platform that everybody comes in to check in on because there's that depth and there is those school fees that have been paid. You know, it's, um, I, I, there was a moment where like, you know, I, I think like what, 10 years or so ago, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I should do it whatever, whatever. And then like, I had the whole plan and whatever. And then, and life happens and then you go, okay, Penny, just like pack it here and deal with what life, what is happening. Um, I, you know, I've learned to, to give myself, um, What's the word to give myself the grace to just like, uh, deal with, with what I needed to deal with, um, at that particular time, you know, because also while I was doing a lot of those things, um, you know, um, as I, is that I faced a lot of, of re- rejection, which led to a lot of self doubt. Um, and then on top of it, um, you know, there wasn't really like a lot of like reward that came, came with that. And, and, and that sort of like, um, created a sort of like an, you know, inner conflict, you know, within myself to say, you know, how long are you going to be giving of yourself to everyone else and pushing everyone else and doing this? But, you know, it feels like you, you know, you, you're not acknowledged for that. Uh, you, you, you know, in some instances you have nothing to show for it. And in some instances you, you feel like you build things with people. I'll make an example with, with fashion people. Oh, and then you, you build it up. I remember fighting for like content about fashion on radio and being told that's ridiculous. That will never happen. And then when a moment came for like fashion to be promoted and then boom, they give it to someone else or something else. And then, and all of those things, uh, you know, got to, got to one. And at some point you just stop and you're like, okay, let me deal with myself. Let me deal with my, you know, my, my other things. And, and, and also the fighting for things got exhausting. Um, you know, and it's little things. It's like, okay, guys, let's talk about why we have a top 20. That's just got like uh, 20 male artists and there's no females, but there's five art, female artists who've got new songs. And it's like, what has that got to do with anything? And you're like, oh, well, don't you think we should be having females? And then you realize that, you know, you, you're, this, you're, you're caught up in, in, in battles and all of that. And, and instead of like punishing myself for like, oh, I wanted to do that 10 years ago, it didn't happen. Um, I've said this, this thing that I've said, okay, that didn't happen then or it didn't happen this way. How can I still achieve that? Um, in a different way without um, exposing myself or putting myself in too much harm or just like, like creating better environments and relationships for, you know, for you to be able to, to do things and take them to the next level without um, having to deal with like the negativity that comes with it or the rejection that comes with it. Or again, that humility thing of like, Oh, there she goes again. She wants everything to be about her. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So, so those are some, those are some of the things that um, I've had to like do the work on myself because part of the thing is I did a lot of things, um, you know, um, 
they came to me naturally. It's not like I was like mm-hmm. sitting there planning and saying, this is how I should do it. You know, uh, I was just like, okay, so writers need to be heard. You know, um, the LGBTQI community, I didn't even know they were called the LGBTQI community. I was like, we, yeah. why shouldn't they be, you know, be heard? You know, why shouldn't we support this? Oh, this thing is happening for the first time. Let's support that. And, and you constantly, you do that. And then, then the thing becomes bigger, becomes popular. But because in the beginning, you know, you didn't have agreements of some sort with because I didn't treat it like a business. I don't know. Yeah. That's the other thing because yeah. I was not treating it like a business. It's like I was, I was just creatively contributing to things because creatively needed to happen. But also I understood the power of, of, of radio, but I also understood the pushback that happened in radio programming um, mm-hmm. about shaping culture. Um, but you know, I, I didn't have a degree in sociology and in, in, in how to shape popular culture. I was being popular culture myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but now I'm, 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 I'm more mellow. I'm more mature, more experienced. And now I understand collaborations and, and, and I'd love to do something like that. But also now I also see myself now I've see, I see other people. I see what you're doing. I see what Papa May is doing. I see whoever else, you know, other people, you know, I see what Tamiso is doing with books. I see, you know what I mean? So now I, I see that, oh, it doesn't feel like you're there by yourself trying to do this thing. So yeah. now it's like, how do you connect with, uh, with those people? And then you, you have a, um, a bigger voice, you know, because, uh, at the time, it was very alienating. You know, it's 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 mm. it's it, it, it felt like you you constantly just wanting to do things that no one else is trying to do. Like, why are you why are you difficult, baby? Why don't you just do what everybody else is doing? You know, like, oh, I think I should have a show that just is just women. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine why you do you want to do tired of boxing down those walls. You know, your arms are gonna get tired. Your feet, your foot is gonna get tired of trying to kick open that door. Or it got exhausting like why are you fighting i mean shucks so much i like you just go i remember jobs that i walk, walked away from okay so you you know we want you to be a host of this tv show on friday night and, and i'm like how much am i going to be paid so much no that's little why because i know that melanie got paid so much more before when she started why are you guys taking us back oh why were you talking to melanie oh <laughs> you know what i mean because you were conscious to the things. So it got tiring. And, and, and I think maybe now, um, you know, we, we, the, the, remember we worked the field in the beginning when there was nothing. Yeah. So now, you know, it's been worked, it's proven. And so now you can come and, you know, and, and pick the fruits you want. So <laughs> maybe the time is now. I can honestly see it. I won't lie. It, it can, you know, whether on a TV platform, bloody hell, technology has democratized these spaces. Who needs a commissioning editor when, or even Wait, a program manager? Maybe we should do it. Maybe we should, maybe we should do it Online. together as a, I'm challenging you. Why not? I was about to say, I'm challenging you. We're going to create this platform on YouTube, yes, and yes. we'll wake up to it yes. later on, and it's going to be the hottest thing. As in, every single person has to come past yes. part of the plug and literally get endorsement or even just like asked yes, by please. this industry. Maybe I would. Like, la- what are you doing? What's your vision? Where's this going? I would. I would love that. I would love. You know. You know. You know. This one. You, you know. This one time. Um. Uh, you know. When Pilati used to be at seven o two, right? Yes. 
And she she was like, Oh, Penny, you should come to 702. I was like, I feel like, what am I gonna do at 702? <laughs> she was like, No, you know, you can start on the music thing and whatever and get it. I'm only coming on at 702 if you guys give me three hours to just do pop culture and entertainment. Can you guys do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Pilati. There's no way I'm going to be like Jenny Chris Williams there sitting and talking oh about. Oh my God, did you say that? Doing that. Yes, and she was, I was like, you have to send me to Hollywood. I must go to fashions and do. Yes. And she was like, she was like, Penny, we know. I was like, I was like, that's the only way I'm doing it. I'm not doing it for anything else because I don't want to argue with anybody. And I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And she was like, she was like, oh. Penny is re- I was like, yeah. I was like, that's the only way I'm coming there. I must be the expert on fashion, culture, mm. popular music, this. Because why can't we do that? <laughs> yes. That's so interesting. So you see, okay, because that's what I do. I've since, uh, now yeah. I do that same show. And yeah, uh, it's something you weren't prepared to do. So actually, uh, uh, let's let's talk about that for a minute. Because there was a time when you were not on radio, right? Um, radio, yeah. But firstly, before we get there, what, what happened 10 years ago that made you kind of not want to fight anymore? Oh, what happened 10 years ago? Well, let's see what happened 10 years ago. My daughter is 11 this year. Um, I think, okay, this is, I don't know, after 2010, you know, 2010, 2009, 2010 came into the country with, with a lot of like buzz and excitement. I was so looking forward to what 2010 had to offer. Um, because I mean, the World Cup announcement was like years earlier. I had my son in 2005. I had my daughter in 2008. Um, and, you know, um, then I got into my 30s and I was getting into my 30s and all of that. Um, I felt, for me, I felt like I spent my 20s fighting for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was, I was like, okay, you need to regroup. Um, you need to, you need to, 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 to understand how you got to this place because what I knew that you say this place. So I, I knew, so like I, I was exhausted. I felt unheard. I was misunderstood. I was rejected. I was labeled things that I was not. And I was just pushed aside. Um, you know, but the heartbreaking part is like, I was committed to my work. I was very loyal. Um, I was, um, dedicated. I was supportive. I was dependable. Like I literally did things by the book. Uh, you know, I was, I believed in what you put in is what you get out. I, I believe that, uh, you know, that you, you, you cheer on people and then, you know, you will also be cheered on, uh, mm-hmm. you, you, you offer your, you say I'm available, you avail yourself. And, you know, I did all of those things. I felt like I, I did things right, but everything that I did right didn't yield the results. Um, you know, cause I had expectations about where, you know, I felt that I'm starting on radio at this, this level, I'm going to grow to this. Um, and I just, I felt like people who were in leadership in this, in the radio space that I was in, um, you know, they didn't, um, see it that way. Um, and it didn't make sense to me because, you know, from the get go, some of them were there. It was very clear. And I was also not very, um, I was not very, um, 
tuned to the politics of the business. You know, I was not playing the politics of the business. I was too naive about it. I really, I didn't see it as competition. I didn't see it as like a uh, business. I didn't see myself as a threat. I didn't see somebody wanting me out for the, you know, I, 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 I you know, I wasn't a, my own kumbaya. I believe there was space for, any, for, for all of us. You know, I didn't, yeah, I just, I, you know, and, and, and I got marginalized and me, expressing that was seen as something else. It was like I was defiant, disrespectful, um, I'm unmanageable, you know, and then I, I was questioning myself because um, outside of, of, of Metro particularly, I had good relationships. I was like, you know, people on television, I had good relationships with people at television, opportunities would come to me, but it's as if like any, and, and I loved I think I loved Metro <laughs> more than anything else. So when it wasn't working out, yeah, it broke it, your heart. It, it, it broke my heart. Like it, my heart was broken. Mm-hmm. And, and also I, I think then, then few people could come to me and say, I can see that you're heartbroken. They're like, I mean, really, she's just being dramatic. And it was generally, generally I was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I attached a lot of things to it. Like, like I, I, I treated it like, um, you know, a, a, a barometer of black excellence. I treated it as like the leader of how we show white people who we are. Like I put a, I attached a lot of things to it. Like mm-hmm. there was just too much. And then, uh, and then I put in, I was like, you know, if I'm this girl, I'm on national radio and then I'm this confident. Ah, the girls are going to like, <laughs> I just put, too much into it and and then I you know I needed to detach because that dream was not being realized I needed to find a new dream Mm. Uh, and you know and I I didn't have another like it was there was no I had television was my other thing but it didn't have the same um, you know, a uh, 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 connection that I had with radio. And it was, it was a, fu- for me, it was like a foundation. I think more than anything else, I also, you know, when you say about, I was influencing and impactful, um, you know, to the culture, I didn't see myself like that if Metro was not an- acknowledging it. I don't know if it made sense. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense because it, it felt like it doesn't matter what anybody else sees here where it matters the most, nobody else sees it. Yes. And you had been, you, you sort of became inflexible about what that yeah. indication of success of, yeah, and, of success, and endorsement yeah. and approval yeah. where it needed yeah. to come from and what it needed to look like. Wow, Penny, that yeah. is, that's I, yeah. actually that's really, really deep because then after as you say, you needed to go and find a new dream, something new to fall in love with, rediscover yourself. You also went through a period. Yeah, and I and I had to. Yeah. I also had to mourn that that ex that experience. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I really, I had to, I had to, I had to mourn it. Um, and it it it's 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 um, you know, it was it was uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I had to mourn, I had to mourn it, and I had to go through it and and remove uh, you know, all sorts of things about it, so I can I can get back to to self, uh, you know, to my wholeness, because, um, outside of, you know, like I said, I, you know, I could be called at, at, at 11 o'clock to be told to be at work at, at half past 11, I'll be there, yeah. you know? So it didn't make sense to me that, you know, um, I gave so much of myself 
to that space. And then the one thing um, that I wanted, I didn't get. This is only part one. For more, catch part two of my interiority conversation with her next. Thank you for listening.